Welcome to another episode of the JP Forever Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm John. Jared. This is episode 9 of season 36 of Survivor. Let's get into it. We start out at the tribe. Libby is surprised that she's been getting votes. She looks like she's about to have white person dreadlocks. uh, Needs shampoo desperately right now. Dom makes the claim that he's a little bit worried about how dominant he might be perceived as by the rest of his tribe right now. And I think there's some truth to that because he's kind of been running the show, definitely ran the show on the Chris vote last episode. We see that Laurel and Wendell are feeling a little bit distant from each other. We've got the big four alliance right now, and Laurel seems to be questioning that a little bit. She questions because every time there's been a big thing from Don, or Wendell that favors them, she seems to be one of the second or third people to know about it. So she definitely feels just out of the loop, not being in the word of everything that's going on. She just feels that they keep doing things behind her back. So she's a little concerned that how true is this alliance? Yeah, and you know maybe in the service of fostering that alliance a little stronger, Wendell tells Laurel that he has this idol. You know we already know that Dominic has an idol. So Laurel's questioning that whole thing, talking about making a move to maybe split and go with the old Malolo folks. We'll see how that plays out. We get a reward challenge where they break off into two teams for Mexican food. Uh, Not too much to say about the reward challenge, I think, other than Wendell kind of kicks ass at challenges. Laurel does really well herself. They're very impressive. And we also get, at the end of this, a vote of uh, somebody going to a ghost island. The one point I want to bring up is you definitely see Dom's weakness again in physical parts of these challenges, and that'll come up later on as we do our power rankings, but I see that he's just really starting to slow down, and he's not as big as a threat in physical ones, which is going to play big going down the road, because when you want to win individual immunity, it's not only mind games where you're going to have to win the physical challenges too. And I'm starting to question why we thought Dom might be good at physical challenges. You know, it, it lends itself towards a male being dominant, but, you know, clearly... Um, He's just a step behind everyone. He's a step behind everyone, Uh, you know, especially your Wendell's, your Seabass, your Michael, for that matter. So we get a team that wins uh, Reward Challenge. That's not all that huge of a deal. And for Ghost Island, once again, they draw rocks. A little bit disappointing that we don't get to see any firm votes of somebody who goes to Ghost Island once again is what it is. Jenna goes to Ghost Island, and actually this was pretty pathetic for what she did because she went there, all they did was show her break the little urn. She didn't want a challenge to get any further in the game, and then it was just done. Yeah, There wasn't really anything to it for this one. They didn't do any personal story. We thought we might get to learn about her, but they didn't actually show anything. Jenna remains the most boring character on this season of They probably Survivor. showed clips of her and then just said, yeah, we're just going to cut this. Yeah, this is cool. Let's pass. So we go to see the folks at the reward uh, eating their Mexican food. Looks pretty darn good, if you ask me. Libby sees this as an opportunity to get herself more allies and... Maybe maybe that's what she needs to do. Not the smartest idea just to be like, why does my name keep getting brought up? 
just because it seems like you're paranoid and all of that. But yeah, she tries, at least makes an effort. So definitely an interesting motive, but we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, Angela once again shows her hand of why they voted for Libby. She keeps doing this, and I'm questioning her ability to actually strategize. It was a high school little scene, like, why did everyone vote for me? Why am I the one that's getting all these people against me? Yeah, and we find out something a, a little bit interesting, at least what Libby says is that folks see her and Michael as a power couple. I didn't realize they were together. Apparently they are. We know that relationships get fostered um, in the game of Survivor. We go back to the tribe for a little bit. Angela is happy that Chris is gone, sees it as a little bit of an opportunity to assert herself because up till now she's kind of been in the mode of just whatever Chris says I got to go along with. And now she has a chance to really stand on her own two legs. She goes around, talks to people, um, gets them kind of riled up about hey, maybe we need to do something to, to shake things up a little bit. Talks to Kellen and Chelsea about going against Michael. Spills the beans about Michael gunning for Wendell and Dominic Alliance. But we know, of course, Michael has an idol. Any thoughts on what we saw there? I think it's just people trying to make moves at this point in the game where they're really trying to see where they stand with everyone. How can they forward their own agenda? and just really see are they a target in this next vote. So we get to the immunity challenge and see, I don't know, I thought this was interesting. All the people with long hair have the same hairdo here, including Sebastian and Jenna, who now supposedly post-survivor are a couple in real life. I don't know, that's kind of cool to just a little fun factoid. It's the classic food challenge that they've had since season one of Survivor where you gotta just eat gross stuff. You see it get down to Michael, Sebastian, and Angela. Angela is kind of dominant in this, and I don't know if that's just the stomach that she's grown from her military training or what, but she she has a lot of swagger in this challenge, right? Yeah, she tries every method but essentially in the end comes out winning it comes down to her and michael really michael going the calm cool collective route and she doing a little kobayashi move just shaking and baking and trying to see how she can win and eventually she just powers through a little bit quicker and at the end of it michael just says jeff i'm gonna finish this challenge finishes the last part says while I'm here, I might as well take advantage of all the opportunities given to me. So that's kind of cool to see from him that he just wants to enjoy the total experience. However, just, you, gotta, you know, yeah, a little you, too late. Yeah, you got to respect what still, Michael's doing here. He, he's playing hard. hard for him. Yeah. So Angela was totally savage in this challenge, crushed it wins immunity for herself and we go back to camp again michael is gunning for wendell angela sees this aggression that michael has for going after either dom or wendell kind of that navidi loyalty she spends it and wants to go after michael so we have a little scene with kellen desiree chelsea laurel angela and donathan where they're all agreeing about michael but they have this idea about splitting the vote between michael and libby maybe because one of them has an idol. I don't think that anybody necessarily knows that Michael has an immunity idol right now. So that's kind of the setup for things. Michael's trying to scheme, playing the the game as hard as anybody can. And there's this blindside idea that he comes up with with the Malolo folks where they can maybe get Wendell if they bond together and the Nabiti folks try to split the vote. I mean, definitely a power move by him. 
he's trying everything to push his own agenda. It's a smart play because this is a time where Wendell's feeling very confident. He had a good reward challenge. Yeah. You know, didn't really hurt his own ground in the immunity one because that's not really anything people are going to think about. It's not a physical challenge either. However, just while we try to see if we can take out a top player and he sees that as an opportunity here. And I think it's a smart play. However, it just gets back to Wendell and the other groups that this is what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So that's not really then the smartest because the people he told it to, we thought he could trust then go back and tell everyone else. So then now Michael gets a bigger target, which is the risk you take. Yeah. However high risk, high reward. Donathan and Laurel just every single week go up and up in my book in terms of... Donathan in this one then starts making moves where he's trying to flip. He's saying, I'm going to do whatever puts me in better position. I don't care if it's going to hurt me maybe a little bit later on, but I'm going to make these moves now so he's thinking ahead which to his credit i didn't think he could do yeah absolutely i i uh i'm gaining more and more respect every week for donathan i think i said it last week but he really does know what's going on whether it's just his you know being a super fan or really this guy is that in tune to everything that's going on around camp agreed and Donathan keeps making these moves. Laurel's still that silent assassin, I would say. She absorbs everything. She deciphers what you're saying. And then she's going to make her decision from there. But she's seen as a very calm, cool, collective player, which is why I think people try to go with her as a a solid alliance. Right. So Donathan's kind of moved a little bit away from that. Laurel's kind of stayed there. But that's what makes them strong because everyone wants to keep working with them. And when you got that then that makes you more powerful because everyone wants your votes. Yeah. And you know what I found interesting? But you're not a target yet. Right, right. Everybody's talking about their hidden immunity idol and whether they should play it or not, except for Dominic. And as we've said before, Dominic seems to be, if not the most powerful player in the game, one of the most powerful players in the game. But instead we have Wendell and Michael both talking about whether they should play their idol. Any other thoughts on camp before we get to tribal? I just think a lot of moves where people are starting to see it's not just their own tribe but it's really how can I push forward my own perspective and get Mm -hmm. myself further. I think the alliances from earlier on are pretty much gone at this point except for a few key people. So it's really interesting to see how everyone's starting to make those shifts and in the tribal as we get to it people are starting to say if you're not thinking five steps ahead you're not playing the game right and i think that's what you're starting to see from everyone that and was, their moves that was desiree who said that okay so we get to tribal council before we get into tribal council our assessment of who's going home i once again happened to be on twitter and found out who went home ahead of time but jared who did you think was going home I thought it was going to be Libby just because the last few votes she's been brought up every time. This time it's pretty much said it was going to be a five with Michael, four against Libby. And Michael has an idol, so I thought someone had to play one tonight because too many big names between Wendell and Michael were being thrown around. So I figured one of them was going to get spooked and play an idol. And it just so happened that... Libby would have to fall into that second place because someone's going to get the other votes. And maybe you have ESPN because you might have seen what was coming. Jeff acknowledges that Angela kind of just dominated this food challenge. It was really impressive what she did. And it's just one of those, you willed yourself there. You didn't have to do a mind game. You didn't have to do a physical challenge. You just had to literally suck it up Pure and just willpower. win the challenge. It was impressive. And I don't think Angela is a very strong player in general. I don't think she has a great idea of what's going on in terms of 
strategizing, but she kicked ass at this challenge, and you gotta respect that. Donathan acknowledges that it's a different game now from the pure Malolo version of Edie that we've seen throughout the tribe switches, throughout everything up to this point. Kind of in a different ballgame right now. Dominic is asked to weigh whether, you know, you get more respect for making moves versus riding coattails. I think there's a couple of players who fall into each category, obviously. Mm -hmm. Dominic, Wendell are the folks who are making moves. You could even put Michael in that category for what he's trying to do. Right. Whereas you've got players like Chelsea, Jenna, who are just kind of coasting off of that Navidi loyalty and it's gotten them this far you know you got to respect the fact that they've gotten this far in the game off of really making no name for themselves Michael is asked about that five move ahead versus whether this is a live in the moment you got to think about tonight type of deal and of course he says he's uh, thinking all about tonight and you can't get too comfortable with yourself I think it speaks to the fact that he knows he has this idol in his back pocket knows that there are some other ones floating out there and, and knows that he probably has a target on him right and, and i think it also speaks to chris who went home with an idol because he was thinking too far ahead you can even see it in chris's ghost island challenge where he was so determined to get his ghost island idol powers extended into additional weeks and forgot about the tribal council chelsea talks about you know being on the bottom what that's like because it's obvious that she is there and you know says you're an idiot if you're just sitting back and waiting for things to happen while you're on the bottom which i think is a bit ironic because that's That's exactly what chelsea has done exactly who she is (laughs) oddly enough i i can't remember a survivor episode where i saw this before but we don't see anybody's votes in like a live confessional as they're putting their votes in Mm -hmm. Then we get to Jeff asking, of course, does anybody have a hidden immunity idol that they'd like to play? Lo and behold, who does it? Michael. And, I mean, very smart play. He was a little paranoid, thought targets were on his back, and as you see the votes progress, one after one after one was Michael, Michael, Michael. Then eventually it started to come down to Libby and Wendell because... He already played his, so none of those counted. And it was going to be, all right, so who got left over? And then it would have been dumb if Wendell got voted out because he right. could have been very cocky and thought he was going to stay and then gotten voted out with an idol. Yeah, so we have eight votes for Michael. This is honestly the most impressive play of a hidden immunity idol that I can remember seeing. Normally somebody plays it and they didn't it's really need to play it. what did last week. Yeah, he does it at exactly the right time. That's all you can ask for. We have eight votes going to Michael. Michael, one vote going to Wendell, three votes going to Libby. I, I think I, I, I'm trying to do the math in my head here, but I think that means that Donathan and Laurel stayed loyal to their four-person alliance. I mean, it makes sense. They didn't really have to do anything major. They could have talked about it just to kind of you know, stir the pot a little bit, but I think they still found out, hey, we have this alliance, we're strong, let's keep this going forward, but let's start, you know, getting in people's heads. Yeah. All right, so Libby is going home. Think that kind of hit her as a surprise, but really it shouldn't be. She's been getting a lot of votes. All right, let's get into the power rankings. Okay, number 11, we're putting Jenna right here. Again, even Ghost Island couldn't make Jenna an interesting character. She didn't have anything to say uh, about her situation. She has been a total failure about challenges and 
like Dominic was asked during tribal council, there are those that make moves and there are those that just kind of ride coattails. She is the definition of just riding coattails. Yeah, she literally hasn't done anything to be a strong player, just is there. So perfectly fine with putting her at the bottom. She just hasn't done anything to get voted out yet. And I don't think there's anything different to say about Chelsea. This was like the first time where we actually had Chelsea featured as making some decisions, making a couple of moves, but still is not making much of a difference. So Chelsea comes in at number 10 then, and number 9 is going to be Sebastian. Sebastian, to me, has been disappointing because he started off real strong this season, seemed to be great at challenges, and he did okay in the reward challenge today, but still doesn't seem to be strategizing at a high level. He's definitely fallen off the map, was one of those power players, one of those people you thought you were going to be able to rely on, and it kind of has Kawhi Leonard himself here, has just really taken himself off the team. Yeah. Happy yeah. 420s. He's wearing his hem sweatshirt Yeah, this again. is exactly why, and I mean... just seems like he's falling off the map. Like, he just doesn't want to compete anymore. Yeah, Kawhi and Sebastian must be smoking weed together on Fiji because both of them are nowhere to be seen. All right, number eight, Angela. Angela, you know, hasn't been a good strategical player up to this point. Does try and make some moves right now. We see her running around trying to talk to everybody. I don't know if she's wielding any influence, and I don't know if she knows what she's doing necessarily. She shows her hand at every single opportunity possible. The one who told the rest of the tribe about Michael's little plan, which that may have been, if that was a, a single solo instance of that sure maybe i see her strategy there but she has just been the person who tips her hand every single time up to this point the reason i just moved her up a few just in my head was she really proved herself in this challenge she definitely did this you know willing to put herself through all that to move herself ahead I think really shows that she's dedicated and wants to win. So she might not have the best social game right now, which is why she's still further behind. However, she's going to do whatever she can to stick around. Yeah, totally agree. All right, number seven is Desiree. Desiree didn't have much to do in this episode. It was a lulled episode for her. Yeah, but we've definitely seen her strategizing. I think she has a little more influence than an Angela, for instance, in that she can get people hyped up about whatever plan that she has not good at physical challenges um, not really wielding a ton of influence back at camp but she is kind of one of those who could fly under the radar and all of a sudden uh, shoots up to the top Mm -hmm. okay number six is michael michael of course had a great episode for himself that was the best uh, play of a hidden immunity idol that i can remember seeing in a while and is great at physical challenges obviously my worry about michael is that he has a target on his back obviously most people left voted for him today and even though he got away with this one who's to say that he can get away from the next one he really came second place for this challenge and once again tried to will himself into winning i think he just really takes on that survivor mindset i'm here i'm going to do whatever i can i'm going to enjoy myself i'm going to do my best and i think that's going to put him for farther ahead now, he might have a target on his back for people to see now that he started to go after Wendell, one of the biggest players, but who knows? He might be able to somehow swing momentum in his direction and take out a bigger player going forward. Yeah, at this point in the game, 
you can't really trust the tribal council results to carry over to the next episode. Stuff is changing day by day. Michael may be able to form an alliance to go after... I, I think you're shooting a little high if you want to go after Dom and Wendell at this point. But if he decides on somebody lower, and not Laurel or Donathan, but a another Navidi person who... Another one. Another one. Another Navidi person who's maybe not got as much clout as them. I can see people getting on board with his strategy there. Number five, Kellen. Kellen didn't do much this week, not much of note, but she has obviously shown in the past that she is a sharp player. Definitely somebody who knows how to get herself into safety, get herself with the majority, and wields a little bit of influence because she's definitely thinking about things all the time. She's always one step ahead of everyone else she's that paranoia puts her ahead because she's always trying to think of the what ifs and always thinking she's on the chopping block when she's not so i think that kind of helps her because she's always really working on what can she do to keep herself going forward yeah all right uh our top four the names are still the same but we've made some moves in how those top four are ranked laurel drops one and it's not so much a factor of Laurel's performance that puts her to number four as much as it is Donathan's performance that puts him ahead. Donathan was scheming in camp, uh, was talking to literally all sides and had a bug in his ear about what everybody was doing. Seems like he's a little bit of a casual observer. Obviously he is not strong at physical challenges but he knows what's going on, tells people, you know, not only what he's thinking but what he thinks other people should do kind of a chain reaction in my mind and uh so back to laurel laurel is definitely a smart player at least out of the female she is the strongest in the physical challenges she may be better than dom actually i'm gonna not say maybe i'm gonna say she is better than dom at physical challenges especially in this last one yeah, so Laurel is definitely sticking around a long time. We see Wendell and Laurel say that they're in it together till the top four. Now Laurel questions that. She questions that in light of the revelation to her that Wendell has a hidden immunity idol. She is on her game right now. Just maybe not quite on the strategic game as much as Donathan is. Mm-hmm. And it's really just, as you said, two interesting plays there. Donathan, a little more aggressive. Laurel, a little bit more quiet and absorbs the information and then goes from there. But both definitely from the beginning have moved themselves up. And I expect to see more moves out of Donathan going forward because he doesn't seem afraid to move away from what he's been in alliances to move himself forward. So I think he's going to really become stronger player socially and on his own. Physically, we already said he won't. I just see him as a good player going forward and then laurel kind of that quiet assassin so as we said donathan is number three donathan is obviously not crushing it on the physical oh what's that uh somebody somebody's calling in all right hey donathan what's going on oh hey guys hey just wanted to call in and talk about this episode this week how's everything going so far oh it's real good back here you know uh i'm not on Fiji anymore and I'm, I'm just back home with my mama and my grandma in eastern Kentucky. You know, wanted to call in and give you guys my mind. I, I'm really appreciating that y'all put me up to number three this week. Yeah, I think it was actually because of the mustache. 
I, I got a I got a big time mustache going on in this episode, and I don't know, that's a little bit uh, crazy for me. I always stay clean shaven and stuff, but I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, I think the uh, men in your life enjoy it as well. Uh, so, Donathan, how do you feel about being our number three survivor of this week? I think it's real cool, guys. I, I just like being a big part of your podcast, and I'm glad you guys invite me on every week. And being number three to me is pretty cool. Now, uh, about Laurel, I think she is one of the smartest people that I've ever seen. I ain't got no Yale education like she does, but I, I done grew up in the mountains, and I can tell you that my mountain man sense is telling me that one of us is probably going to win. That's a very hot take. Are you going to walk that hill and then lay down on it? I walk mountains every day, and then I kind of usually fall asleep on bus benches or something. Okay, well, hey, Donathan, we appreciate you calling in. Yeah, love it, uh, Donathan. As always, uh, you know, go, Donathan. We want to see you do well. So any remaining words? Just outwit, outplay, outlast, and vote for Donathan if I don't win to win the $100,000. I love y'all, and I'm in love with y'all. Are you, uh, one last question, are you putting yourself in for presidency 2020? I may run. You know, I like Donald Trump a lot, but uh, his policies are kind of disturbing in some senses. And I love Jeff Probst. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving forward. Okay, number two, we have... Dominic, now this is the first time since uh, we started this podcast that we're not putting Dominic number one. Here's why. Dominic is not going to win any physical challenges. I, I think that's a given at this point. He is just not the... He still walks around like he's 300 pounds, right? Isn't real good at physical challenges. You know, maybe he wins one of these endurance ones or something, but Dominic is not impressing me in that arena. And it does mean something, you know. Obviously, the strategic or the social game winds up being the number one factor in every season of Survivor, which he's great at. He's fantastic at it. But uh, our number one is maybe just as good, but let's talk about Dom. Dom decides to sit back a little bit this episode. We know he still has this hidden immunity idol, which if he's as smart as I think he is, is definitely going to be played in the correct situation. Still, he's got a big target on his back. I think a lot of people recognize that between him and Wendell, those two are the alphas in this tribe at this point. Dom, as you said, still strong social skills. Going to be a good player going forward. But if you really want to advance and you're someone like him that's seen as an alpha and puts a target on your back... You have to win a couple uh, individual challenges, and those can come down to all physical ones because I've seen in the past before where if you win those, you just advance yourself automatically. I just think he could get voted out at some point where he doesn't win one, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, hey, let's uh, Let's take the opportunity to go after Dom. Yeah, and like I said, he has that hidden immunity idol, but that's only good for one play. Maybe there's another hidden immunity idol out there, and if anybody's going to find it, I think Dominic will, but you can't rely on that and so that's why dominic drops to number two and of course our number one is gonna be wendell yeah really advances himself this episode does well in the challenges social wise is doing very well you know really tries to connect with everyone especially laurel early on doesn't 
really get hit by that blindside by Michael. Everyone still kind of deflects Michael's strategy, and he comes out with only one vote from the entire tribal. So I think he, even though got a vote, his physical challenges and just his social game really propelled him forward. And we disagreed a little bit about whether Dominic or Wendell should be number one. I think they're both playing their best game right now. Wendell does not have the in-your-face abrasiveness that uh, Dominic has. And Dominic even recognizes that, says that he's going to kind of sit back. And we saw that this episode. But Wendell seems to be able to do this wheeling and dealing without really turning anybody off to him. He's just a really good social player, and I think that's because just really going to help him going forward. Really good social player, and at this point, probably the best physical player. I mean, we saw that in the reward challenge, that he hit four of the six targets himself. Even though Michael and maybe Seabass are, are probably equivalent in the physical challenges, Wendell crushes him. Seems to be crushing him every week, and when we go back to camp, he has everybody's ear and everybody wants to know what he thinks. Any last thoughts before we close out this episode? Just think it's going to really come down to those top four, I think. at Right now, I think you got a lot of different kind of players going on, different strategies, idols still out there to be played. As you said, I think could one more be out there so that someone gains an extra power that's not being currently seen? So it'll be very interesting, but I honestly think it's going to come down to those four that we listed. But who knows? Maybe some from the bottom will shake things up. Yeah, entirely possible, and that's what makes Survivor entertaining. For the JP Forever podcast, we're your hosts, John and Jared. Closing out, follow us on Twitter at JP Forever Pod. And until next time, outwit, outlast, outplay. Baby.